0: Welcome to SonaCast, a podcast from the team at Sona Nanotech Inc. Sona's unique gold nanorods will power next-generation diagnostic devices and medical applications. In every podcast, we seek to learn more about our industry with expert insight and special guests. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of SonaCast. In this episode, the second in a mini-series recorded with businesses attending AACC 2019, we speak to Shane Maher, President of Genolis US. We discuss automation technology, innovation in diagnostics, and the potential of robotics in manufacturing. So I'm here with uh, Shane Maher. Shane, um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your current job role? Sure Darren, so I am the uh, president of Genolus
1: uh, US operations and uh, basically I run the operations for us in the US based out of San Diego. Uh, we have a team expanding all the time, about eight people now and uh, run everything through from sales to engineering and support for customers locally here. So that's uh, yeah, that's my current situation. And what does Genelis do? So Genelis is a desktop modular automation supplier and we basically uh, make and design and manufacture our own desktop modular automation for medical diagnostics industry at the moment and point-of-care devices as well. So that's what we do. And we uh, are, uh, have several different areas we focus in in uh, reagent uh, dispensing. We also have uh, filling machines and a uh, full automated assembly of various uh, small micro micro components so that's what we do
0: I know there are a few uh, companies in that automation space what kind of sets you aside from your competitors that's true actually yeah it is
1: it's uh, actually growing in quite a competitive space now over the last few years and we're relatively new we're only in the space about 8 years what differentiates us from the others is that we uh, have desktop modular approach so our, our design and our machines are quite different than anything else that exists in the industry we tend to use a lot of software in our automation as well which separates us from everyone else Um, modularity scalability and and the desktop footprint is really things that attract our customers to us
0: okay Uh, tell me a bit about yourself then how did you get to where you are now in terms of your professional background and your uh, interest in this area
1: Sure. So I'm uh, I'm originally from Ireland, as most people guess, if, if anybody bothers to listen to the podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, I started working in consumer electronics industry with Nokia back in the day when that was uh, before, that's a long time ago, before Apple <laughs> took over the world. So, yeah, and I worked uh, out of Ireland, and then I moved to Hungary. I worked there for a few years, and then moved to China, and I, I worked uh, for a company called Lighton, which is like Foxconn, a big consumer electronics uh, manufa- contract manufacturer. And at that time, I, I know some of the same people who work at Genolis. So so, I moved to the US then about eight years ago to San Diego, California, and uh, then I transitioned over to Genola's about three years ago now. So, because um, I know some of the same people and I like the idea of the products that we have and the, and the business, the area of the markets that we're actually in is quite interesting. The medical diagnostic field is quite a growing
0: field, especially where we are in Southern California. It's one of the hot spots in the US for it. So, yeah. Mm. And what are the current trends in the in that I- industry in particular? Then medical diagnostics that you're seeing. What's what's kind of really exciting you at the moment?
1: So there's a huge amount of new players into the space. And actually, if you walk around this show, as I've been doing since yesterday, you'll see that there's quite a lot of um, changes going on. There's quite a quite a change in the way people are doing the you know the traditional point of care lateral flow test devices changed a lot as well with vertical tests and. Uh, there's a lot of different players in the market now, so it's kind of interesting. We we are involved with a lot of companies that are doing unique uh, products in that market space and of course we offer them the solution to do high volume manufacturing, you know, because a lot of them wouldn't
0: really, that wouldn't be their, you know, main strength, let's say. So, Okay. Um, and you've obviously been in the, in the technology industry in general for, um, you know, a number of years now. You've probably seen quite a lot of things uh, develop, things come and go. Uh, what what innovations are, are kind of coming through now that, that kind of really kind of pique your interest? Where do you think, uh, you know, things are heading? So I think that robotics
1: is a huge area in automation in general. In in the, let's say, the first world countries, if you want to say Europe and, and the States, you know, we look at the current market trends and what's going on with um, the climate in Asia and uh, and, uh, there's trade wars and things like this that basically um, manufacturing is moving back towards Uh, For example, here, if you look at only US-centric towards the US, and I noticed that on the contract manufacturing side and also in this medical diagnostic. So you need to be able to manufacture locally near your customers, but you also need to be able to do that at a price point that's reasonable. So I would say with the the current situation, uh, the landed cost of manufacturing here in the US is now becoming you know uh, comparable to pulling it from Asia now uh, so if you have automation that's the thing so a lot of these diagnostic companies when they start out they will start out manual or semi-auto and then as the volumes grow to a certain half a million or a million per year then they'll transition over to automation which is gives them then the price point to be manufacturing locally
0: so yeah. that's actually an advantage Yeah. a lot of the discussion um, around automation and robotics um uh, focuses on you know the potential for maybe job losses and for you know the the, the loss of that human element and and how we address that and I don't want to get you know too political or too heavily involved in that but how do you think we need to address those concerns going forward it's a very good topic to bring up darren because that's actually a key, that comes up
1: regularly with people and uh, they you know they uh, if when they're joking they tend to say that you're in the business of putting people out of their jobs but I would say it's a bit different than that because We're actually, you know, if you look at Amazon and all these companies are using now robotics for transportation and packaging and storage and also the fruit industry and everybody else. As we transition towards less manual labor, I would say that it creates opportunities for people to learn different skill sets in automation and robotics. So they kind of actually... um, you know the technology changes the world changes you have to evolve with it all of us have to move with it if you don't move with it you get left behind I've noticed that on a couple of different industry trends that I've I've, um, sort of ran through in my career thus far so if you don't the technology will continue to innovate and you have to stay ahead of it and stay with it uh, to be relevant otherwise unfortunately you do get a little bit left behind now you know there's advantages and disadvantages I think for,
0: for, for everybody in that you know Mm. there are obviously uh, opportunities as well as the uh, challenges as, as there are in everything I suppose mm. um, so let's talk a little bit about AACC because we're recording at AACC 2019 and um, You've uh, Janolus doesn't have a booth here uh, this year, I understand, which has probably that's given right. you plenty of time to walk yes. around and have a little look. Um, what's caught your eye here? What, what, what's really kind of interested you this year? So that's been nice, actually. We always normally do have a booth here at all of these
1: shows, and this time we don't. So, like I say, I had an opportunity to see what other people are doing here, Um I suppose um, there's a uh, one thing that's very interesting is that this is a truly international business I would say you know that I, I didn't notice that before that we're in the U.S. here obviously in California right now but there are players here from all over the world from Europe, Asia, the Middle East um, you know that are somehow involved into this diagnostic space and the U.S. of course and um, so that's quite interesting I would say that um, of course the large multinationals are very well represented here with Roche and all uh, BD and all these companies but but there's a, there's a lot lot of secondary players coming into the market and me and you were talking a little bit yesterday about these hot spots in the around the US for different uh, you know uh, diagnostic uh, centers if you want to call them that and that's kind of interesting you see I've met people here that are from Maryland and people that are from Boston and and, but groups of them they're in little clusters almost you could say the little sort of clusters of industry growing up uh, in pockets around
0: the states which is kind of interesting too yeah. Great stuff, okay. Um, finally then, Janolis, what's uh, next for you guys? What's in the pipeline for the next year, couple of years? Where are you uh, headed as a business?
1: So we are growing all the time rapidly. Our sales is uh, expanding at a, at a phenomenal rate maybe a quadrupling year-on-year sales. We are introducing some new product ranges. We are trying to standardize our offering as well in many respects and not do so much custom, build automation and have more standard blocks of modular automation. Um, we will also look to to uh, maybe a little bit less R&D, but then specifically we have some new product ranges coming out in the fields that we currently aren't in to capture the back end and front end of the processes for point of care devices as well. So that's kind of where we're heading at the moment. Um, uh, our, my own team in the U.S. is growing, doubling uh, at the moment uh, year on year, so that, that will continue, I think. So continued kind of expansion, continued penetration and growth of key accounts with customers locally here in the U.S. and all over the world, actually, and um, some new product offerings coming that's what we're at at the at the moment
0: excellent thanks ever so much for talking to us today really appreciate your time
1: thank you darren that was that was great
0: thanks a lot that's all from Sonacast this week thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes also make sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with all the latest news and analysis from team Sona. on twitter at SonarNanotech, nanotech on linkedin just search for Sona nanotech inc and on instagram Sona underscore nanotech team sonar will be attending various industry events throughout 2019 including the lateral flow course in san diego medica in dusseldorf and aacc in anaheim where we will be recording future podcasts if you'd like to be one of our special guests get in touch with us through any of our social media channels also we would love to get your feedback on Sonacast, so please get in touch to let us know what you think or if you have any ideas for future guests or content